Hi everyone, welcome to another sauntering podcast with me, Paul White. And today I have the privilege of coming to you from the beautiful nation of Sri Lanka. And as we speak, we're in this beautiful mountainous region where we're here for a youth camp where God has really been moving beautifully by his Holy Spirit. And we've had the opportunity to meet with some leaders who lead a network of churches in the nation. And so I thought it'd be so cool to hear from one of them. And this is Dilly Fernando talking about his ministry on life and journey as an entrepreneur, business person, pastor, marketplace minister. Here we go. Today, I'm with a great guy. His name is Dilly. Dilshan Fernando, and he's a businessman, a pastor, and entrepreneur in which city? Colombo, and many of the other cities also in Sri Lanka. So in the beautiful country of Sri Lanka, which we're just enjoying the most glorious weather, and we're up on, as we speak, we're in this house on the top of a hill with mountains all around and incredible views, sun shining. Birds singing. (laughs) We're going to talk a little bit about um, the various challenges and joys of being a business person and a believer following Jesus and kind of somehow ministry and business and how it all comes together. So tell us a bit about yourself, Dilly. Yeah, so uh, see, I gave my life to Jesus when I was a young boy of 17 years old. Mm -hmm. Uh, I had an encounter with him uh, through a friend who discipled me. And wow. and then I was involved in the youth ministry mm-hmm. uh, under Youth for Christ. And was this in Colombo? It was in Colombo. Mm-hmm. So uh, my first few years was with Youth for Christ. Uh, I was actually born to a family which is a mixed marriage, which is my father is a Catholic mm-hmm. and my mom is a Muslim. Oh, wow. <clears throat> yes. So uh, one good thing was that uh, they had an arrangement in their marriage that uh, the children, that is, I had another, I have two other siblings who are brothers and one sister, mm-hmm. uh, that we could uh, basically choose as to what we want to do. So they uh, weren't trying to push you in any particular exactly, direction? Yeah. And my dad therefore put us into a school, which was an Anglican school. Mm. Uh, so, uh, because my mom was not interested, didn't want us to go to a Catholic school. <laughs> 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 but, but when I was in this school, I mean, I think I, I, I had an exposure of, you know, seeing uh, Christianity, you know, in first as just a normal person you know, attending chapel and stuff like that. Mm. But then when I had the encounter with the Lord, uh, I began to have a kind of thirst in my life to really actually touch and change, uh, you know, the, my peers in terms right. of... Right, yeah. yeah. So Youth for Christ actually <coughs> gave me an opportunity to do that. Yeah, so did you work for them? Or were you... I also worked for them. I, okay. I did a Y1. Uh-huh. Then, yeah. yeah. Uh, and I was also... Uh, a team club leader, yeah, and then from there I joined another club, which is a little bit more, little more senior people, uh, and then I was assigned from there to take over a, a troubled youth in another church down okay. in Mount Lavinia. Yeah. So a bit of a mission. Yeah, a mission. Yes. Yeah. 
So I worked there also for about five or six years. And then I came to know uh, about the church that I'm right involved now in. <clears throat> so I've been now a part of this church for over 25, 30 years now. And that's with Alan uh, yeah, Fraser. That, that's right, yeah. yeah. So my journey has been that, you know, uh, God gave me the passion. And uh, I mean, I understood that it was necessary for me to have a relationship with Jesus mm. uh, and talk with him yeah. and learn about what is there in the word. But I didn't actually experience much about the Holy Spirit. Okay. But when I joined Pastor Allen and his church, there was another encounter that I had. Wow. You know, where yeah, another dimension. Another dimension of you know the Spirit of God, and actually it came out by a tragedy that took place in my life because there was this girl who I was dating, oh. uh, who suddenly died. Oh gosh. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yes. yeah. So uh, anyway, the church was around me, and it was all uh, really good. And I, I just felt the love of the church, you know, mm-hmm. the, the fellowship of the brothers and all who were there. And that kind of, you know, kind of uh, helped, made me want to do more. Mm-hmm. In the meantime, my dad uh, and my two brothers, we were in a business, which is actually okay. a fishing business. Yeah. Uh, and we, because my dad comes from a fishing village, okay, right. uh, and he wanted to give back something to the fishing uh, industry, so he set up, uh, you know, some of the early ice making plants, and right. uh, also then later collection centers to collect the fish. Uh, so he was rather than fishing, he was serving the fishing community by right. taking yeah. the product. That's right. Yeah, and then uh, we, as the brothers, we got together and. We found the potential of being able to export this fish. And so this was tuna, was it? This tuna, tuna, yeah. yeah. So we got involved in the business at a young age. Uh, when I was uh, like 19 years old, I got wow. involved. So uh, in the meantime, as we were developing the business and we were doing, we actually went very well. Yeah, so you found that you had a bit of a kind of skill in that area. Yeah, yeah. Acumen. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, so I mean, things were good. Everything yeah. was fine, and uh, there was this thing that I would like to do in terms of, you know, encouraging young people and doing stuff. And at the same time, I was being blessed. That's see? good, so, yeah. So it was really great. Uh, so that is the beginning, but then suddenly God gave me, you know, uh, like a sort of a, this thing, because when I had to, I was living in Ratmalana, which uh-huh. is about 25 kilometers from the center of Colombo. Right. Uh, and then <clears throat> once I got married thereafter, uh, and had children, we moved into the center of Colombo. Okay. Uh, and as we moved from uh, original church, right, uh, through an encounter with the Lord again, uh, the Lord spoke to me and said, I want you to touch families especially. Wow. You know, and because there was a lot of brokenness. So was God, so when you had your that encounter with the Holy Spirit, did that, open up a new kind of level of hearing God's voice and, and yes. hearing from God and getting direction from God. Yes, yeah. very much. Because, uh, see, previously I was only kind of, uh, I, I was I knew I had to do certain things out of my own flesh. Okay. Uh, you know, Jesus has done this for me. Yes, he, he took my sin and therefore I need to give back something to him. So it's kind of like a logical logical thing. process. That's yeah. Right. yeah. So when the Holy Spirit came and, you know, it was a kind of an infilling of the Holy Spirit, there was another aspect of love that came in because 
uh, I, at a point I felt, I told you there was a tragedy that took place yeah. where I felt left out. And I just felt, uh, you know, I was doing all of these things to for God. And why would God do this for me? You know, wow. you know it was like a, it was because I was not someone who had anything lacking. Yeah. And therefore, there was no, I had no other issues in terms of lack. But my issue was, in spite of the fact that I am serving God, why would he allow something like this to okay, happen to yeah, my life? Okay, this great loss. Yeah. So, uh, but then he kind of uh, assured me, you know, through mm. a series of times where I went through, I was, uh, you know, at different revival meetings. Mm even in Toronto, Canada, and places like that, where God was actually displaying that he loves us. Wow. That he wants to, you know, there is this, uh, that, you know, he won't allow something to happen to us that will harm us. Mm. But rather he allows things to happen to us because it is needed for our character and, Mm. you know, making of what he wants to do, which has a greater purpose and love for our lives. Mm. So in that sense, there was a, when I came out of that place, I felt, you know what, God loves me. You know? That's, so that kind of settled something yeah, in your yeah, heart. Yeah. yeah, really good. And he picked he picked a rose out of his <coughs> own garden. And so therefore, he can do what he wants. Wow. And then thereafter, yeah. you know, he will he will he's not going to let me down. And just like that, you know, he gave me a very lovely wife. Yeah, <coughs> you know, who loves the Lord, who's. Uh, be my support and she is lovely my, yeah. yeah and two lovely children as well praise uh, the lord so in that sense i felt that was a the turning point was that uh, the whole aspect of the fact that you know you don't need to walk this journey on your own yeah even though you know maybe my initial thing was you know it was very much uh, something that i have to do for what god has actually done for me yeah but this is like i said to say you know you don't have to do anything i still love you so good. Yeah. That is that is quite a significant shift, isn't it? Yes, From where is. you're working hard for God because yeah. Yeah. you kind of know that you should because yes. he's done so much for you yes. in giving you salvation, whatever. Yeah. But to the point where you know that he loves you be- before you've done anything. Exactly. That's exactly. amazing, isn't it? Amazing. That's amazing. beautiful. Yes. Yeah. So I, I also, I also, I mean, one thing that also speaks to me very much is how, see, Jesus, uh, when he was getting into ministry and he was taken into the wilderness, the it was just after he, you know, the, the you know, the God the Father displays his love for his son by an audible voice, you know, at the time of his baptism. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. And then, just as he goes into the uh, to the wilderness, how the the very thing that he's questioned about is his identity. That's really interesting. Yeah, you see, why would why, why did God actually say that to you? Yeah, you see, and that was that hit me. So, what is most important is not what people think who I am, but what does God think of me? Beautiful. You know? Yeah, that I'm a son. You know, and so good. Loved, yeah, so that's that. So he settled that issue, that identity yeah, issue exactly, for you. Yes, really good. So then, on the journey, you know, we had two children. They were, uh, I think, uh, my eldest one was two years, and the other one uh, was just a few months. I think two and a half years. And uh, the Lord spoke to me about the, you know, doing a church plant mm-hmm. because I had moved to Colombo, and I felt our church in Ratmanana was catering to the low or middle income kind of people. 
But in Colombo, there was the, the affluent. You know, people mm-hmm. who had money, but they had no life and no fellowship and right. no family. Yeah. Uh, so it prompted us to, the two of us, my wife and I, to go and start a ministry in, in Colombo. Wow. So we just... You know, so were you particularly interested in the business community with that, that church plan? At that plan? moment, no. Really? But no. It, this came subsequently. <clears throat> mm-hmm. At that moment, it was just brokenness and families and yeah. uh, we had heard about uh, healing rooms you know oh yeah. Yes. yeah so, yeah. so we were so we oh. went and we learned about healing rooms oh. from Bethel and we came back and then uh, we set up uh, it was more of a, like a sozo type of yeah, m- meeting so in so, a healing healing of the heart yeah the, you know you know healing yeah. and things like that so so what we did is we uh, we also wanted to do ministry quite differently. So mm. it was not just a church per se, which was restricted to four walls. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, while we were renting out these buildings, you know, for our services, uh, one day the owner of the building said, "Look here, we need to renovate this building. This is it's over ninety years old. Mm. You need to get out of here at least for the next three months." Yeah. So we were quickly at that point desperate, and uh, there was someone sitting in our congregation who had the power of attorney to an old building, wow. which is also but a very beautiful building with a huge garden, which you wouldn't see in Colombo because now Colombo is all very built, built up. up yeah. yeah, and this house was closed up, and it was uh, just used for storage. Wow, uh, and uh, so. They said, okay, if you want, you can take this place and run the church here. So I said, okay, let me go see it. So I went, I go and see it, but I just felt in my spirit, this is not the place that God wants us to do the church mm. because we had neighbors around. Mm. And I just thought that 30 cars, 40 cars coming into this neighborhood would kind of be a problem. Mm. But why don't we use this place, you know, as one of our prayer centers, or run encounters, mm-hmm. do marriage courses, Great. like Alpha and stuff like that. And so he said, okay, give it to us. Mm. And at that point, it was uh, no rent. <coughs> it wow. was free. Nice. <coughs> yeah. So this was something like uh, 10 years ago. Mm. Yeah. So we took the place and uh, we, we renovated it. Great. Uh, we removed all the stuff, painted it nicely, and mm-hmm. we ran it for five years as a, like a sort of a center where mm-hmm. we, we had a prayer room. And we had a area where we could do worship nights and stuff like that. Maybe you can put about 60, 70 people inside and do something like that. But we didn't want to make it church mm. because it would be a kind of a, a problem for the inconvenience for the neighbors. Mm. Uh, so when we were going on in this way, the Lord actually, uh, the, the, the owners now realize, hey, listen, we've given you five years now where we want the property back. Mm. Uh, so, uh, so I asked him why. He said, no, we want to get some rent. Mm. So I said, why don't you offer me? The, <laughs> right? I can we will pay the rent. Yeah. So uh, they said, yeah, okay, that's fine. So then my thoughts were, okay, right, why don't we convert this into a coffee house? Ah, nice. Now we're talking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, and so I discussed with my ladyship and I said, I think the Lord is calling us to do ministry in a different way. Mm. Uh, where it will not really, uh, and especially because we are in a nation that does not want, you know, there was this whole thing about, uh, you know, conversions and 
things like that. That was ah. un- un- unethical. Because I know it's quite a big deal in India. Yeah, is it, that the it same was, here? Right, not right now, but it was. Right. Ten years ago, it was yeah. a very serious issue. They were trying to bring it to Parliament and, and stuff like that. And reconverting people back to yes, their yeah. original birth that, faith. That's whatever. right. That's yeah. right. Yeah. So, so, so I thought, why don't we just do uh, something like this? It will. One thing is, it will, it will be within our uh, ministry mission. Mm. Yeah, we would, you know, without people knowing, we would play some worship music in the background. Kind of stealth evangelism. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sneaky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And have coffee yeah. and start a coffee house. Nice. So, so we invested. The church invested the money. Mm-hmm. No, I, I didn't. It was not my personal investment. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we did it, and uh, here we are now, six years into it. We have run this coffee house. We have been through ups and downs. And does it make a profit? And right now it makes a profit. So the church benefits directly from... Exactly. Do you employ staff? We have staff, and we have also orphans who are working with us. Wow. In the and we also have another... Thing that we do is we have an orphanage. We run a girls' home. Wow! Uh, but so, are girls more likely to be orphaned than boys in Sri Lanka? Is that a thing or? Yeah, I think it is because I've come across a few different ministries that run girls' houses, and I wondered if it's. Yeah, I think the protection-wise, I think there is more that is emphasis is to the girls. Right. Uh, and most often, these girls come from uh, abandoned families. Oh. You know, there's no father, and the mothers have... So would they be, like, brought into forced marriages and that kind of thing, or...? No, if they are within the control of the the parents, sometimes they just let them go. So they are, then the state has, the the court system... Okay. ...will, uh, they can actually hand over the kids to the (coughs) court, and then the court decides, okay, this child, if he comes from a particular province or region, uh, they can be put into whatever homes that are registered in that area. And so you, you're one of those registered homes? Yeah, we are a registered home. But we have, of course, limited the number of people that we can do yeah. because we wanted them to have a home experience. Nice. Yeah, so we have limited it to 10 girls. Wow, that's yeah. still quite a lot. Yeah, yeah, but uh, yeah, but it's nice, quite a big property, where a garden and stuff like that. So it's, uh, again, that also was a blessing. We didn't pay for it. Wow. Uh, my dad... Gave us the house. That's phenomenal. Yeah. That's so good. Yeah. So so basically, we took it over and we ran this. It's, a, it's another whole story of how that whole thing came I'm to sure. be. Sure. But it, uh, so our ministry, what I'm trying to say is, was kind of a different kind of ministry. It doesn't work. We don't work on a on a huge kind of, uh, you know, church congregation which meets at one place. Yeah. But rather, we like to work on... Uh, you know, different areas of, you know, where people... Quite targeted. Them. Yes. Mm. Uh, so recently we have also started what you call a marketplace ministry. Mm-hmm. That's not very long, about three, four years ago. Uh, the unique thing about our church is also none of the church members or the leaders are working for the church in terms right. they receive uh, wages or something from Yeah, them. so they all have their yeah. own businesses yes. or something yes. to yeah. Yes, so even myself, I don't take anything from the church yeah. apart from, of course, giving my time. So in that sense, there was this, the church is run by marketplace people. Nice. You see? Yeah. So, uh, so we have different range. And I, I feel God is also calling us into the business world. And he took me also through an experience where, as I told you in the beginning, uh, I was doing very well in the business and mm. 
everything was fine, but things changed, mm. you know. And I went through a period of time where for about seven years, it was a very, very tough time, mm. you know, for us and our family. Yeah. And the time that was the most important time for us, you know, to have money to do yeah. stuff, you know. Yeah. Uh, and we had nowhere to go, but uh, somehow God was providing, and Save some you. of the things, investments that had been made prior to this problem was there for, you know, to be sold. And, and right. So when you needed it, you had a resource. Yes. From somewhere, yeah. Yeah. Wow. So you took the business into some different areas because when I met you, however many years ago, you were doing fast freezing of tuna, yes. shipping it around the world. Yes. <clears throat> and then you were in the business with your brothers and now you're separate from them. Yes. So what happened there was also uh, about seven years ago, my, my dad passed away. Oh, yeah. Uh, and uh, the thing is, the business was a family business. Mm. So we had all equal shares in it, but mm. there were different areas were run by different uh, of the brothers. Yeah. So uh, once uh, my dad was no more, within about the first three to five years, it looked like uh, my other brothers wanted to separate. Right. So the way they were running the businesses was quite different because I think when one person runs the business, then you know he can control everything. He yeah. can take from here and put here and stuff like <coughs> that. So that couldn't happen at that point. No. Uh, so. Um, the first one, my, my, my one brother who wanted the division, it was not very nice. It, was, it, it also involved a legal battle mm. because, you know, it was ugly that uh, while this family business was growing, he started another business okay. in the same... In the same in <laughs> oh, direct competition. Yeah. Oh, dear. Yeah, so, Gosh. Um, so which was not nice for us. So we felt... So what do you do? Just because <clears throat> I think that's something that people really relate to—that kind of family yes. conflict, where there's different philosophy coming directly into conflict in a business. Yes. So what was your first? What do you first do? Do you get on your knees and start crying out to God, or how does it work? Yeah, you? actually, I didn't initiate it, but uh, see, I have another brother who is not a believer. Mm -hmm. So, uh, well, only, the only thing is I went with him. I, yeah. I, I went because I just wanted to stand up for what is right. Yeah. Uh, to be honest, I had I was praying to God for most, most of the stuff that I was going through. Right. You know, and uh, in the meantime, within these things were happening also, I had also started some small startups. Okay. Businesses for my, but not, not in, uh, not in competition. competition with no. the, uh, the face business. It's little side hustles. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like a software, a little small software developer. Okay, yeah. Uh, invested with a few friends of mine on a, a villa a hospitality industry. And, wow. Uh, you know, things like that. It was not much. But it was, it was <laughs> small seeds that would grow into yeah, something. something sure. I so, uh, so like that, we were doing this. And, um, well, the difficult part about the whole thing is it's family. Yeah. Right, and it's it's uh, it's not nice. And actually, it was not a problem between the three, the three brothers. I think it was the problem was uh, the brothers' sons. Oh, I see. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You know, so because yeah. we had worked together very closely for many. You've got uh, that relationship. Yeah. yeah. But then it came comes to a point where, you know, the father of the sons would want them their sons to also benefit. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. So I think the the natural 
thing was to do the separation. Mm. So there were certain decisions that were taken by each of us, mm. which probably affected the way it was, and didn't, we also didn't like the way the decisions that were taken, mm. which, which shouldn't have been taken the way it was, you know, without proper, uh, you know, consultation, uh, consultation discussion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So finally, now what has happened is, uh, so the the one brother he's separated. Uh, the other one also decided, okay, we want to do it, so we have separated. Now, now we have three different units. Wow. Yeah. So I think it's working very well. And I, I also felt, I mean, even my wife also felt, see, if God was to bless it, then, you know, he, you had to be separated. Yeah. You know, like it's God. interesting because <laughs> then you can see clearly what God is doing. Yes. On your behalf, can't exactly. you? As a believer, mm. you've got the contrast and... No, it's lovely. Yeah. And so tell, just say, so, so now you've got this um, little software startup. Yeah. You're, you're also canning. Yes, yeah, so canning also, now we have, uh, there's a local canning factory that was there. So that, uh, we were doing that factory, but that was between the other two, myself and my other brother. Okay. Uh, so, but I also have another, the company that I am running now, solely on my own is a, a company that export, like, buy, buys fish from sources fish from all over the world wow. and we have a company registered in Belgium which does the retailing to supermarkets wow. so that part is now is what I handle so we might be eating your fish yeah <laughs> hopefully wow yeah. nice hopefully, yeah so so and plus we are going to do the tin can mm. packing the actual filling of the fish in the tin can is done by one of the other companies. Yeah. But the packaging material required for that canning thing is going to be made by us. Nice. Yeah. And also we would So be you'll be buying in sheet steel and cutting it up and rolling it. That. Wow. Yeah. Press, pressing yeah. it out. Yeah. That's that's the plan. So uh, wow. it's almost almost ready now. Yeah. I think we buy... It's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So do you have like this moment of revelation i'm going to start doing canning i'm going to buy fish from everywhere or does it does it kind of develop gradually and you kind of get this growing thought of i think this is a something we should do yeah i think there is more that that i, I know we, we it's a growing thought uh, but i now my now my focus is i i think uh, you know god wants to take me in a different path mm. so it will be soon yeah, I will re-establish, you see, the businesses into a level that is, you know, quite good than what it, you know, what it is right now, mm. and then probably pass it on and, you know, carry on with the work that the Lord wow. gives me and where he leads wow. me. I don't want to be tied down to it. Of course. That's yeah. that's the conflict, isn't it? It's just yeah. time in the mm, end, because yes. I'm sure, I know you never go to bed, I know that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did you, you must find you run out of time to yeah, do everything. Yeah, that's right, yes, yes. It, it is actually really tough, but also I have also, I have the philosophy that if you give somebody something who has no time to do it, you are better off that he will do it than a person who doesn't Oh, I see. Give a, give, give a job to a busy person. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, I know. Yeah? yeah. So in that sense, I, I see that there is a potential, but I, I'm also now, now, what happened is once the separation took place, uh, my daughter, who is uh, just qualified as a lawyer in mm. the UK, is coming down to help me. 
And she is also interested in the ministry work in Sri Lanka. Wow. Good. You know, she uh, she's found uh, a boy from England. Your to... wife was telling me. <laughs> Sounds great because he's a Sri Lankan as he's well, and his heart is for Sri Lanka. His heart is for Sri Lanka. Yeah. The cold, frozen shores of England. Exactly. <laughs> yes. So hopefully, of course, they might keep their foot there and foot here and stuff like that. But that's fine. Wonderful. Yeah, but uh, I think he has been. This boy also has, when he was young, he has had a heart for Sri Lanka. That's so good. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, so because of that, I think, and they are a good combination. You know, they are both worship leaders. They love the Lord. And they have grown in the Lord. And they have, they're both, you know, parents who are pastors. Who, <laughs> so just could I ask one more, qu- one more question? Because I'm so interested in how it works. Because, yeah. So your wife, she is amazing. She's lovely, isn't she? And she's, I heard her pray last night, yesterday, and I thought, yeah. my goodness, she's powerful when she yeah. prays. Do you just say, darling, you need to start praying about this because, I'm, or do you talk a lot about it, these ideas, in the as they develop? Do you talk yeah. about them and say, what do you think? What do you feel the Lord yeah. is saying? I mean, that's the way we do it. Actually, we, we are a very close family. Yeah. Uh, and uh, so everything I discuss with her. Yeah. And I also feel that she's a great uh, mentor in terms of, you know, being able to listen to her in what she says. She's quite prophetic, yeah, isn't very she? Very prophetic as yeah. well. And uh, so there are many times, okay, uh, especially when it comes to the spiritual side, I just leave it to her. Wow. Yeah. Nice. You know, she's even in the church. I mean, both of us pastor the church together. Nice. Uh, But in the way we do it in such is, you know, I think uh, she is more, very much more sensitive to the spirit. And I am more of the person who wants to go and do the work. Yeah. You see? So you, but you complement each other well. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. So, so in that sense, uh, so we discuss. I mean, even as a family, even my children, I, I mean, they knew when I was going through this tough time, and we mm-hmm. cry together, we pray together. Wow. Uh, you know, we, so we we say, you know, we ask for forgiveness for some of the mistakes we have done. Uh, so good, uh, yeah. yeah. So, so, like you know, I, I think at one point it was. Uh, you see, I I don't personally I don't have any debt with the banks. But my businesses were in bad shape. Because someone came and prophesied to you, didn't they? <laughs> yeah, yeah, and they yeah. said, yes. God's given you a new way to do business. Yeah, exactly. So that was something that happened about uh, 2019 in March. I love it. We had this uh, prophet of God and actually a servant of God, more to say, right, who was teaching us. And he was also a businessman. He was an engineer and wow. a pastor. And he came and he said, you know, look here, yeah, I mean, he felt, and he has a heart for Sri Lanka, especially mm. to pray and, uh, you know, you know, set up prayer towers all over the nation. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So, uh, so he's all, it's all about prayer for him, mm. actually. But in this, we had a businessman's meeting mm. and he called us up and he said, you know, uh, and there was a time that I was totally discouraged because I had, uh, in 2019, I had come to almost the end. Mm-hmm. Because I had, I was looking for people to invest, and I had traveled overseas, and I'd come back with no results. Uh, and when I came back, I was so disappointed, and I just sat at that meeting because my wife had already mm. registered me. And yeah, you were there, <laughs> but you didn't want to be particularly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but at that meeting, this guy said some things that really have. Uh, I have just held on, but I'm not. I'm not. I'm not looking at it as completely the word in terms of God, but if it does happen, I will make the connection. But I also know it just gave me that God 
has a plan for me mm. right and some of the things he said is currently i would say uh, you know 50% has already been uh, fulfilled from, exciting yeah from 2019 yeah. so so i don't i mean i don't see a doubt right that this would also be so he, he said you would you would no longer borrow from banks didn't he he said that yeah he said that's very cool. he said it will be debt free i love that. he said people will, two people will come and trust you with that's really money profound. and their equipment and their business so wow so dilly just before we finish what would you what advice would you give someone who's a young or maybe an older believer yeah. they follow jesus yeah they're getting itchy to start a business what would you say some good advice yeah if i want to put it in one word i would say trust god come on it's <laughs> <laughs> so good yeah because i believe uh, you know god just takes us through a journey yeah he's not interested in our comfort but he's interested in our character wow. he wants to see how we you know uh, take what god has put in our hands mm-hmm. you know and make what it is of you see wow. see i mean i think uh, it's so true you know it's like uh, uh, if you don't have anything in your hand there's nothing for him to work on either so yeah. you better get something into your hands because that was the first thing he said to moses wasn't it moses said how are we going to do this yeah yeah and god says what have you got in your hand yes exactly yeah. Yeah, and that that represented his identity yeah you know his uh, shepherd shepherd staff. shepherd staff where it had it, i think it's identity and his work that is yeah. his, his, his whatever he was going to get and i think the third thing it doesn't come into my mind but i know there is something something else as well <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah but it did have nice. meaning and he said yeah. throw it down throw it down he said throw it down that was is so profound isn't exactly. it exactly what uh, is, what do you have in your hand throw it down yeah give it to me give it to me that's it and i, I mean i have seen god uh, you know some of the things we want it to happen in our time mm. but it doesn't happen in our time you know it happens in his time very good yeah and you know we need to just trust him always a bit on the impatience yeah, i know that's right yeah so as long as you know uh, you are doing the right thing in terms of you know trying to do something that is uh, you know which is you know not uh, blessing the law yeah. in terms of dishonest uh, illegal uh, yeah that stuff right then i think uh, he says whatever your hand touches you know i will prosper you know, no. and, you know and nice like, yeah and so try it out yes just try trust it out. god and i also feel god is also wants people not to just be someone who is uh, not innovative not uh, you know he has given us yeah. uh, i think there is now we talk about a lot about artificial intelligence mm-hmm. but there is another type of intelligence called divine intelligence come on yeah so yeah. If, i think what is more important now is not more than ai is di yeah <laughs> very see? good i like yeah. it yeah so where you know you can uh, where god will download thoughts ideas i love that you know and and also also whenever i have one thing i understood about god is whenever he spoke there was a need there was a problem and he had a solution for it i love it so in the yeah. same way he would want us you know right from the beginning you know when there was darkness all over the world he said let there be light and that was that was spoken word so when if we also continue to speak words now there are sometimes in business as you know where you say oh this is not going to work oh that guys a mess mm-hmm. uh, i think you should refrain from speaking like that good but, you know rather 
speak the positive. Come on. You know, and... It's great advice. Yeah, and, uh, you know, the Lord will say, you know, you say, no, Lord, I am not going to be the tail, but the head. Mm -hmm. I shall be the lender and not the borrower. Nice. Right? And, you know, everything that comes up against me, I shall rise and I condemn it. Right? If God is for me, then who can be against me? So good. You know, and... Uh, so all these things, you know, where you just fill yourself with what the Word of God says, you know, and you go forward, I'm sure He's going to touch you, touch your business or touch anything. I that love you it. Put your into. Dilly, thank you so much. <laughs> you That's so been much. absolutely <laughs> awesome. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Very much.